like when I shit myself in Menzies. <laughs> well, I not mentioned that. I've mentioned that before. Have I already talked about this? My, my memory is so bad. <laughs> Leave that for a special episode. <laughs> special episode. Places we shit ourselves. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Spectrum Days, the podcast where we uh, talk about old games and films and uh, we try and remember stuff. I'd like to point that out to somebody who left us our first review, which we're very happy about. We're glad to see that uh, our fans out there have been uh, joining in and communicating with us here on the channel. Um, uh, yes, we're, we're trying to remember things. This is not an informational uh, podcast where we we plan to get every single fact correct we do hope that you join in by shouting at your chosen podcast viewing listening device um uh, as we laugh hysterically at things that you don't understand because that's how it works that's how it works here <laughs> yeah. by using our memories we normally just plan to get everything wrong so yeah, that's yeah. It. we, we used right. to take notes but now we don't bother. Phil, yeah. how's it going? I'm all right. How are well, you? I'm good. Um, how is your memory feeling you... today? Does it? How far do you think? How far do you think we can stretch <laughs> it back? Sometimes it just blacks out. <laughs> Yesterday, <laughs> you good, good. I I bought I bought a new game the other day. What? Actually, Aliens: Dark Descent. I got it on Steam, so I didn't have the pleasure of um, unwrapping it. Uh, on the way home from the shops and looking at the instructions because um, it was all online. Yeah, you press a button. It's, it's you ruining, it ruining the industry then, is it? <laughs> I don't know who buys physical copies now. Idiots like me. I'm sat here <laughs> well, you slowly filling my shelves full of what do you get? plastic tap. By the way, by the way, by the way, I would say Aliens Dark Descent, this is so everyone can hate on me, I've only played it for an hour, reminds me of uh, kind of Syndicate. Syndicate? Yes, back on the Amiga. Yeah, uh, I think I played that on a Mega Drive. That must have been awful with that, mouse. i got a feeling it came out on the Mega Did that come out on the SNES as well, or am I thinking of... Um... So we've already got, you're already getting I'm things already wrong. Getting on, things on, wrong. On me. Already. <laughs> not on like a not an obscure rare game, but a big blockbuster. Oh, as well. some, one of us could Google it while we're talking. I suppose where the syndicate did actually come out on the Mega Drive. But it's much more fun guffawing at things <laughs> and just generally getting things wrong. But yeah, I'm fairly sure Syndicate come out. It might it might come out on them the SNES as well. But I'm sure. Yep. Mega Drive. It, yeah, it, it did. Oh, there we are. So yeah, I played. It came out in the Mega Drive. Mega Drive. So that that would have been physical. You see, that would have been in a nice box. I'd have got on the bus, riding home on the bus, looking at a colour. No, actually, no. I haven't said that. The Mega Drive ones, they're, they're pamphlet things, instruction manuals, often black and white, weren't they? In the Mega Drive, from memory, mm. which is probably wrong. <laughs> I expect they were in three D colour. <laughs> <laughs> It's blue ink, white paper with blue. Blue, no, grey, weren't they, the Mega Drive ones? I'm literally within arm's reach of a Mega Drive game. I could just (laughs) open one and look, but I would rather keep the mystique and allow allow someone to comment in angry full caps 
My God, I can't believe you don't remember what colour the instruction manuals in Mega Drive games were. You suck, two stars. Gaffor, <laughs> gaffor. Anyway, no so little. <laughs> um... <laughs> I come across as nice. <laughs> <laughs> So, what if what have you got? Because you, you um you were there I unwrapping some new literally games. Literally unwrapping games that have, what have come in the post as we speak. And it's funny you say Alien because I got a, oh, Alien wow. Isolation, the Ripley edition. Um, for PS, for it's PS3. PS3. Yes. Do you have, do you have a PS3? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, and in fact. Uh, followers of our channel who have seen the video prior to this one or podcast prior to this one too have a YouTube channel where you can watch all of the excitement. Um, yeah, I did give a thank you out to Pete, I think was his name, who I got my PS3 from and on eBay. And he was very excited to find out that it was going to appear in a podcast and he subscribed to our YouTube channel. So hello nice. if you're listening and um, Thanks, yeah, Pete. thank you. I have been getting on with it wonderfully and, and now <laughs> obsessively buying games. <laughs> so three, <laughs> three appeared in the post today. I don't know what the missus thinks is going on. I think. But you're, you've got a huge pile of uh, games that I, you. Yes. <laughs> all those... <laughs> Go on in. What's next uh, on the pile? What's on your stack? W- What's on the pile, WRC World Rally Championship 4. Okay, Again nice. for the PS3. And Nier. N-I-E-R. Nier or Nier. What's Nier? that? I don't, I don't uh, even know that. It's probably a, probably a blockbuster. Nothing is as it seems. The voracious black scrawl plague has all but exterminated humanity, ending civilization and twisting the world beyond recognition. It goes on a bit like that. Uh, I think it's a sort of jump around the hack and slashy sort of bayonetary gods, god of war type. So you, um, but you prefer a physical release than a, a digital release? I do, yeah. I, well, I was just saying, for me, PS3, it's, it's a really good time to buy it because you can buy all the games. You know, I got, I, I bought like all the Uncharted games. I bought, I think, mm. the entirety of the Assassin's Creed, the yeah, Assassin's Creed games that came out on the PS3. Obviously, I know it's a series that's still going, but it's about four or five of them for a fiver. Mm. You know, really? which you you couldn't do that online by doing a download. You might be able to buy one of the older Assassin's Creed games for a fiver, but not four or five Assassin's Creed games for a fiver. Right, I yeah. bet you can't. No, don't think so. Um, and for the Switch, do you normally get physical copies or do you, do you use the eShop? Yeah, e-shop I have. I've bought, I think... Probably a total of two, maybe three games on the Switch downloaded because they aren't available physical. But right. I mean, again, people who haven't listened to the podcast, I used to sell this stuff for a living back in the 90s. I learned yeah. very early on that that if you, you know, you bought physical, you kept it in the condition that it was in, you kept it with the manual, it was then worth 
money. It was then worth five quid. It held its value. It was then worth five quid. But, you know, games you download aren't worth anything unless you happen to have an old Samsung with Flappy Bird still installed on it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can sell it. I mean, I mean that's a big that's a big discussion, isn't it? The whole thing of who owns the digital. It really, you're only you only get the rights to use the game, right? The, then then the selling on a digital copy isn't possible. Um, hence, when some of the some interest in um, blockchain technologies would be that then perhaps you actually own it's or you own that unique version of the game which then you could sell on yeah. right well at the moment you buy it through steam or whichever store and you only really get the rights to use that game it's not you don't really because you don't physically own something you can't sell it on um but um it's, it's been interesting because we were talking and here we go <laughs> we didn't do great research on this one either but the, um you know when did the the download era kind of start and what what how did this all happen the transition from the physical shops to to download only i mean the, the new versions of the consoles the latest xbox and playstation i mean they don't even have a cd tray i believe at least my xbox doesn't right so there is no choice versions, just, isn't there an x and an s yeah one with and one without that's true that's true. That's true. Um, I think at the time there was only the one without kind of available when when I first got right. it. So, um, so with that we've owned, you know, don't have a CD tray, so we just uh, down, you know, buy games off the store and download them. But this back in the day, it was kind of an experience. We've touched on it in quite a few episodes of that moment of going to the shop with your money, handing over cash. For you know, browsing through all the games, that kind of thing. Maybe you go into go into one of the bigger towns. Maybe go into Smiths or Menzies at the time, the news agents in the yeah. UK. Look at the magazines, even flick through the magazines, or read a few reviews if you didn't have the magazine at home, and then go on off to the the game section and, and make make your selection. Yeah. And then that whole the whole thing of the box art, having it the different size boxes. I mean, Shadow of the Beast on the Amiga came in this kind of rectangle. The one, the version I had, a nice rectangular box because it had the T-shirt oh, yeah, inside. Yeah. Um, and I know they've done all that stuff continuous. You know, there's always been packs, all these different packs that you could buy for games as well. You could get special uh, limited editions, right? So you'd have the T-shirt or the, the special controller or whatever. So that did of course, continued. Um, but then, then going home and opening that box and sometimes there'd be a uh, piracy uh, device inside, a device to stop piracy, yeah, right? You yeah, know, yeah. You'd have the instruction manual. Sometimes, can you remember the kind of little, I'm trying to remember, there was like a, a helicopter game on the, I don't know if it was the Spectrum or the Amiga, probably the Amiga, and you had this kind of lens that you had to put over the screen yeah. to, to decipher something, right? So you could actually get in to play the yeah. game to try and avoid people copying. Yeah. Um, and we said it before, it's like the instructions were there. There weren't so many tutorials or onboarding in the games back in the in the Spectrum days, the even the Amiga, right? So you'd have you'd read the instructions, you'd read those instructions yeah. before you even even got home. So you kind of you kind of the anticipation would build up, and then the time it took to actually load the game, let's say on the Spectrum, and then now it's just kind of like oh, download the game. A few minutes later, it's it's ready to go. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I have... Taken out the whole journey. I have found it, I think, for me, the download thing is also harder to do. It's a bit like when you transfer all your music to digital. I mean, like, here behind (laughs) me, I've got a whole load of CDs still. The more you have, the less choice you've got. I seem to remember a friend of mine saying it becomes more difficult to yeah. choose something off the shelf. I all, all in a way, I found that with digital. It's not that I don't entirely like the idea of it. Of course, I do. I mean, I'm using it in other ways. I've got Disney Plus. Mm. I've got Amazon and Netflix and all those things. Well, those are all exactly what's being offered to me in a download shop on a console it's no different yeah um but i have found it's like oh i just i can't choose something even if i look i'm like oh, i just don't it's just like sort of too much there but i think in a shop yeah you know, back in the day when we go in a shop a there was obviously nowhere near the same choice that there is on an online store and particularly now yeah. say if you've got the PlayStation or the Xbox, you've got all the old stuff as well. You know, you're not, you're not, <laughs> yeah, it's not just whatever's to top 10. I mean, you're talking about Smith's, Menzies, those places we used to go in. You're probably, there'd be like a chart perhaps of games, a sort of top 10, maybe. Yeah. And then there'd be the cheap Mastronic, Firebird, whatever, 199, 299. Yeah. There'd be, you know, you'd have a selection of those. But we weren't, it's thousands of games now are available to people at a click of a button. And not all of it is expensive. And I don't just mean the AAA titles that you might be downloading for 40 quid or whatever. I mean, there's all these other, you know, the indie titles, which might only be a pound or 50p, some stuff. Particularly with mobile, I mean, the vast majority of games who look on mobile, anything for fifty p, one pound, two pound, hardly anything cost-wise. Well, or they'll be even free, right? I mean, the free to play. It's yeah, the um, there's kind of a paralysis in all that choice. Yeah, it's just too too much, Um, and yeah, and it also has its kind of uh, technical headaches and difficulties you know with the kids and oh are you buying it for this platform um what happens oh i've got it in the wrong account now who's got it or you know sharing different accounts it's like um i've probably bought minecraft i think i said the other day i was talking to you like maybe i've bought minecraft seven times or different formats it's like Yeah, yeah, we bought Minecraft or the Java edition, the Bedrock edition, I think, also for PC, two PC, two different versions for the same for the PC. Um, then we've had the Xbox 360 version, we've had the iPad version, we've got the Android version. Um, Switch. Yes, I think Switch as well. You're right. Yeah, Switch, PlayStation Four, right, and. Then I don't know now with the latest Xbox if it's the same one that we'd already bought for the PC if that went across. Uh, I don't know. So that's a, but seven or eight versions, seven right. or eight, seven or eight, which is the same game. I mean, it's not the same as FIFA, which every year's got new stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I might have bought FIFA a few times. Uh, as well. Really? But yeah, been buying that for twenty-five years. yeah exactly so i mean it was like more of an experience but now it's yeah like uh, you know i don't want to sound like the old 
you know, typical old man kind of, oh, kids nowadays, whatever. But yeah, they've not really had too much of that experience. My son being 16, yes, he has been in shops and we've bought um, physical games. He's been through, you know, the the secondhand kind of um, bins and stuff as well in game shops. And so he has had that a little bit. Um, but I say kids a little bit younger than him wouldn't have hardly ever no. gone into a shop now to, to buy a game. I don't think anyway. Um, they're, they're very used to steam and, uh, as well for PC, uh, downloading, buying games through, through that. Um, so yeah, they, they kind of just don't have that experience. And I, I, it was, it was good. I mean, like I say, that, that physical, the box, the different boxes, the different shapes, the artwork, uh, it was, and that's just become just a collector's thing. I think if you just want to play the game nowadays, you don't, mm. don't care about it being a digital download. No, right? no exactly. I would say, which is why it's nice that I've got the PS3 now because mm. someone I am interested in buying physical media, it's what I've done my entire life. It's just, that is just the, it's habit as much as anything. It's how I. It is, yeah. it is how I consume games. It's how I buy them, but they are so cheap. I, I don't think I've spent more than ten or fifteen pounds on one game. The vast majority of what I've bought, I've probably got I don't know fifteen twenty games. I bought mm. I think six or so came with the machine that I got off the chap on eBay. And then I've bought, I don't know, at least 10. I bought a handful of car, I mean, they're, they're at car boot sales. You know, they're, yeah. they're at that point, age, yeah. where they're appearing in charity shops, car boot sales. You know, the games, that, and uh, the majority of them I pay, you know, a couple of quid each, something like that. Which, you know, the things like yeah. Red Dead Redemption and, you know, you know, oh, you know nice. good you know, the last of us and the uncharted games all um, games that are massive the last yeah. of us i've been waiting to play for years everyone keeps going on about it it's one of the highest rated <laughs> games you know it's it's a really high rated game and i've got it for like two quid you know well i mean the shops do still exist do you go in do you ever like go into a shop now a physical store, game store? I'd go in one all the time if there was one available. I think this is the problem I was sort of going to say earlier on when you were saying about your boy going in them. It's like, if they're if they're there, then people are going to go in. You know, there is an interest in retro. It's a massive interest in, in retro. I mean, a lot of the, the, you know, other YouTube channels that I watch, and I'm sure people who listen to this probably watch the same people like you know metal jesus or whoever john riggs or all the other sort of big names in america uh yeah there seems to be a a, an awful lot of those sorts of shops over there because they seem to be visiting them all the time all different ones in different places oh you mean but particularly retro yeah 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 do you mean just games exchange they're gonna sell the modern the latest titles as well but you know physical games shops you know it's not like they don't exist but if you're not near one i mean where i live here um there there isn't Mm. one there just there just isn't one i'd have to go probably an hour away yeah. to go to a, a shop um you know they they don't even now 
I mean, this is one of the things that killed it for us back in the day when, say, this is what I used to do for a living, um, was the supermarkets started doing it. Right. Um, they've then- now just stopped. So the local supermarkets here, Tesco's and what have you, now don't do games. They oh, stopped really? doing. Oh, okay. So you can't, you can't no. for those people who want to go and buy the latest FIFA or you know they'd only ever carry the top latest you know ten games. Um, mm. Well, you can't go and buy that now. So and when you were working in the shop, was it a was it a pain when the games the the peripheral type games, so like Guitar Hero. Like all of a sudden, would you take in Guitar Hero? And I mean, they because they, they would take up a lot of uh, storage space. Yeah, I mean that that wasn't a thing back then. That that came on came slightly later. Um, don't forget, I left the industry as the PlayStation was coming in, so ninety six. Um, the biggest things we had back then were things like the Menacer, which is the light gun. And the SNES scopes at Super Scope for the Super Nintendo, right. which were equally as big. They weren't far off the size of a guitar from Guitar Hero. Um, yeah, they were a pain. Uh, anything that was large and boxed was a complete yeah. pain. Um, but yeah, I mean that that is also something that's that's gone gone by the way. Uh, you know, anything peripherals. They aren't, they aren't mm. really a thing. The most people buy now perhaps would be a a decent game pad if the one that comes with the machine doesn't suit them. Um, mm. I mean, a lot of stuff has survived. I mean, the N64, uh, the N64, no, the GameCube, GameCube controller is still mm. really popular for playing things like Smash. You can connect it to the, the Wii you can connect it to, uh, I think, with a dongle. You can connect it to the Wii U. I think you can connect it ah. to the Switch. You know, they've they've sort of even Nintendo Did- themselves have made it so that you can continue to use those original controllers. Did you um, have the GameCube bongos? I have got them. Yeah, Donkey Konga. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I have. I have actually got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a. I had that pack. I wonder what I did with my GameCube as oh, well. Man, not another thing. I, did, I well. just lose. <laughs> did you actually have? I just moved the, the GameCube that came with the. You actually had. Yeah. Oh my god, that pack's worth a fortune. <laughs> I threw the box oh. away as soon as I got it. <laughs> yeah, I actually had two sets of those. I, those one's gone missing. I don't know. I, 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 I had it mainly for. Um, Jungle Beat, and yeah, uh, yeah Jungle Beat was great. <laughs> and Donkey Konga, Donkey Konga, yeah, both really good games actually. Yeah, but they were good. But we were saying, um, so this whole whole downloading thing, you know, it was it's funny because on the spectrum, we both remember some kind of radio show on a Sunday evening. Yeah in the UK and they would play a game and you could record it on the tape deck yeah. and play the game. So that was like the rudimentary game download yeah. system uh, that we can remember when we were like 12. Um, I think it was only, I think the only one I remember get, ever getting getting to work was like a Simon, um, like, a, you know, oh, Simon, Simon says games, the, the, yeah, Simon says kind of right, type yeah. thing, I think. I think, um, and I suppose in a way, almost a, a very, very um, 
strange way to go about it, but the magazines were also giving you games as code. Yeah. So you would, <laughs> in a strange way, that was a <laughs> a way of getting a download, was you would buy the magazine, type the game in, find it had loads of bugs, debug it, and get it working. <laughs> so that was you know, a very, like, almost like smoke signals way of downloading. Smoke signals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I remember typing so in. I remember did. typing in one of those and realizing that all the it was for some reason very very heavy on zeros. Yeah, of course, that's the data for the. Yeah. And then and there was, a, like, there was it always was supposed to be O's and not zeros. <laughs> no, I was like, ah, like, oh, well, that's like oh, one of the nightmare. Anyway. One of the magazines gave a ruler out which had a uh, magnifying glass across, so you could you know put the ruler on the page and just push it down as you went through oh, the code genius. so I like yeah that. it was <laughs> that was good because you could also often oh, lose where well, you God. were yeah 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 especially yeah. if it was a several pager yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you did you ever have the situation where your dad would be reading the code totally. out and you were typing oh, it in? Me, yes. me, me, my dad, <laughs> and sister. Yeah, all three, the three of us yeah. would be there because my sister was doing it to get better at typing. That was her, her thing. Was, <laughs> on the rubber keyboard? No, that was on the... No, 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 no. We started with the VIC-20. That's before we even had the Spectrum. Ah, the VIC-20 right, was a proper right. sort of BBC-esque keyboard. It was a proper <laughs> decent keyboard. Well, the BBC had... Of course, at a school, I think, did we have the access to bulletin boards through the BBC? Well, I remember, mm. I think you couldn't, you, you could, I want to say it's something called like a rabbit or something it was called. I'm sure we've mentioned this before, and it made us guffaw hilariously at the thought of using a <laughs> rabbit. Um, I'm sure, wasn't that the Amiga's uh, add-on that you could plug in? Was that, was it called the rabbit? I bet you're going to furiously type in well, rabbit. Uh, no, <laughs> don't, don't, don't no, Google no, 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 rabbit. No. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's not a new thing. This whole sort of downloading. Yeah, we were talking about it before we came on mic. That the the Mega Drive. Although I don't think I'm not sure whether we got it over here. But anyway, the Sega Channel was their thing that allowed you to go online on the Mega Drive, which came out in 1994. Both of us were shocked at that i didn't remember it being that mm. early but so by you know by 1994 you'd be downloading games onto your mega drive yeah yeah i mean yeah, but, yeah you could access bulletin boards on the early days before the internet but I, there wasn't downloading games but, be- but yeah that was i was really shocked about that yeah the, those kind of systems but that's- um but yeah, I mean, I guess before the before the consoles were doing the digital downloads, of course, the the IBM, you know, the PCs, PC world was already doing a lot, a lot of that. Um, but it's yeah, uh, uh, it was surprising again, and also I guess with mobile as well, and even from the early two thousands, two thousand two ish, I guess was the Java, the J two ME, Mofun, some other platforms before the iPhone even came out. And, of course, the mobile phones, they've always been downloaded, right? You didn't buy games. Well, that's um, that's not true. There was the Nokia N-Gage, which you could actually, I think, buy the cards um, because you couldn't, you wouldn't download those big games. There was Tomb Raider and things already for the N-Gage. Yeah. So you would buy those as little cards. Um but apart from the Engage, everything else was downloads of very, very small footprint games. And you did, so when the first 
before three G, it was uh, UMTS when when that when when that was available, you could download games over the network. Um, and that's way before like the iPhone. We were looking as well. The, the first iPhone was in June tw- two thousand and seven. Mm-hmm. So, and of course, iPhones. I, I guess maybe also people are maybe that kind of train the people as, as well. You got used to doing it. If you've got a phone and everything that you've done is just downloaded over Wi-Fi yeah. or over three G, you kind of like kind of training wheels perhaps then to go say, well, there's no problem in buying a sixty dollar, seventy euro, whatever. 60 pound game and downloading it you know it must have been strange the very first time maybe the first game i paid for online was um that great game i've mentioned before laser squad nemesis by kodo game i think it was was it kodo oh i can't remember now but yeah laser squad nemesis which was almost like a play by email game right um that was a um, a game on the PC that was which I would have paid for online, um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think the, I can't blame it on one thing, but I think mobile definitely yes, as you say, it got people used to saying yeah, okay, I will just download this thing because. Because you have to, if you wanted an app, yeah. you wanted an app. I mean, a- Apple's whole advertising thing was there. There's an app for that, wasn't it? I mean, that was their big thing. They kept kept saying it, it and it also changed the, the language. We weren't using the word app, and in fact, mm. the people who were buying software or games were never using the word application. I mean, that was a sort of an industry <laughs> type word. Do you know some people still say app? They don't. Exactly. Really? Some people do. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they do. Wow. <laughs> I mean, but, yeah, it, but it did. I mean, we, we were worried about it. when You know, back in the day, in in the second-hand games industry, it was a massive concern. And we could see it coming, and it got discussed amongst those involved with the business that – the, the youth, the young people, they was going to be downloading in it, and that's and that's all that they were going to be doing, and that, and that we were we were saying we were saying that with regards to mobile, and of course yeah. it then happened, you know, because the biggest thing, the thing that most young people had was the DS. It was a really hugely successful machine. Every kid have one, and that you were able to, you know, download stuff, then the DSi and all the iterations of the DS through to the 3DS were yeah. big for, for downloading, you know, a lot of, you know, they were, they were in every kid's hands, you know, and then by then they were used to the fact that, oh, yeah, mum and dad have got phones, oh, yeah, they download stuff. Uh, and But now kids have got phones. It used to be for quite a while that kids weren't allowed a phone, you know, a, 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 a smartphone, People don't even say smartphone anymore. No, you know, that's gone. Phones are phone, isn't it? I mean, you know, it's yeah, just totally, they're all smart. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, that's totally what people are used to now. So I think I think that yeah. that, that, that boat has certainly gone. There's no way of recalling it, redressing it. But there obviously is a larger interest in retro stuff because we have aged. 
And don't forget that our hobby is very, very new. It's a very young hobby. It's not like books. It's not like movies. It's only been around since we were born. There wasn't computer mm. games before we were born. There wasn't, you didn't go to a shop and buy games. That just didn't exist. You had to buy, a, you know, you yeah. bought, you'd buy a you know, tennis set or you'd buy a Skittles set or cricket or, you know, Ludo or Snakes and Ladders, you know, you know board games and things like that. But, but once, by the time we were born, by the time we were kids with disposable incomes, there was suddenly this hobby of computer games which just hadn't existed before. So it's still very new yeah. and, and that's where it's yeah. gone. It's, it's gone to, you know, it's a new generation has, has grabbed hold of it and it's like, well, we're not going to wait. If a game gets released, a game gets released. I don't have to go and queue up in a shop to go and get it. Oh yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. That's a point. And then you don't. And there's there's other benefits. I mean, there's just not enough space to have all the boxes. No. I know you like the box. I know you like the boxes. But, but my collection is not <laughs> vast. You know, it's not crazy. I'm making it sound like I've got thousands <laughs> of games or something. It's, yeah, I, I probably own. Oh yeah, how big's the pile of stuff that you haven't even played? Oh, that's ginormous. Last time I last time I saw it, it was about a mo- it was about a meter yeah, high. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, I don't play any of these things. <laughs> that's yeah, but that becomes even almost even worse on digital because you'll get pushed like a special deal this week yeah, only. Five pounds. This you week got only. Fear, yeah, yeah, fear of missing out. Right? Oh, I can't get it. Can't get yeah. it. And I'll end up having like a digital stack of games I've played, yeah. or like even the ones. But then Steam's got the, you know, it even kind of sales. rubs it in your Steam face sales. in a way. It, it tells, no, but it tells you how many minutes you've got. <laughs> so, okay, so I, bought, I bought that, I played that for 30 minutes. I bought that, I played that one for 45 minutes. <laughs> Barely got off the tutorial they are so fond of. Well, exactly. We bought, we all bought Left 4 Dead 2 to play oh, together. Yeah. We haven't even played no, it I yet. Don't, I, haven't even know, I don't even know if it works on my PC. <laughs> I don't think I've even installed it. That's terrible. But that's another nightmare, you see, for people like us. I think we've mentioned this before. Buying stuff and it not working. Well, yeah. You know, whereas yeah. That, that, those PS3 games I've got, the, the discs are all fine. Therefore, they're all going to work. It's not going to go, oh, you've got the wrong PS3. Well, I mean, that's a different discussion, the whole PC gaming yeah. world of, uh, yeah. But yeah. just that just that, that difference is. of, you know, of, of buying something, a physical thing for a specific device, where you know it's going to work. You yeah. buy a 3DS game for your 3DS, it's going to work. Unless you buy, that's because you haven't got yeah. the new 3DS, you buy a game that's for the new 3DS. I mean, there's like three titles. You know, you're very unlikely to get that wrong. <laughs> but yeah I, but actual shops yeah they, game shops are going to die out in particular areas but are on the rise as far as as retro goes well, because uh, like i was just saying well, yeah. we've got to that age the people who started it have got to the age where we are now buying it again well it will be a new strange period when there's kind of these antique shops Right, I mean, every town in England seems to have like a, a, a an antique shop. Three. Uh, yeah, and then it will become <laughs> they'll become the antique game yeah. shop, right? I mean, they could, they're retro now, but we've I can't remember now how many years it is for something to become an antique. But um, but things will be getting some of these game systems will be knocking on to become antiques, yeah. and 
they'll have a different kind of it'd be interesting to see like in another 50 years time right it'd be well this said x spectrum you know this is an antique still working spectrum mm. or whatever and it'll uh, have a different kind of position in 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 society well, the fact that you've already got stuff being you know graded professionally now you've got two companies competing to grade you know physical games and the auctions and some of the stupid prices that stuff's going for you're already into yeah. the realms of sort of antique you know that's how antiques are uh, considered aren't they you know they are things that turn up in an auction you know that's usually what you uh, associate with um auction prices are, are things that right. are antique i'm not saying games are antique. i'm just saying that you've already got an area there that's treating them as if they are already a an antique commodity to be bought and sold as, as sort of almost heirloom status type items well i can see things like the atari you know 2600 with its you know with its wooden frontage um you know I, yeah i can see that being in antique shops, you know, polished up and, you know. Uh, it says it generally needs to be 100 years old to become an yeah. antique, so we're, we're a little way we off are. still. We but, are. but not far. I yeah. mean, the Atari, you know, I was a second piece of machine. I'd love one of those um, coffee table oh, machines. Oh, right, from the, it used to be in the pubs. So... The last game you physically bought were the, those ones that just uh, arrived in the post. Yeah, and they're from 2013 or something. The last game I paid for was uh, physically was the um, was the latest Zelda for the Switch. Oh yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. But I, yeah, but I've never played it. <laughs> that was for my son. <laughs> that was for my. That's my son. Um, <laughs> so. But yeah, I can't think of the, the previous physical game. Can't I can't remember the last probably... new title I bought. Uh, obviously, been buying quite a lot of Spectrum games <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> the last new game that I bought, uh, I don't know. I can't remember. The, the, I, I will be buying the new Mario Wonder. <laughs> Yes, and you'll get that real. You're going to go into a shop and physically, or you're going to order it again. I would go and buy it in a shop if there was, but uh, I can't, Mm. not without traveling an awful long way. Anyway, it does seem it is very strange, and and the irony is not lost on me that I used to sell this stuff for a living, and now I actually can't go into a shop and buy it. Which is a hilarious thought. But there we are. There we are. Yeah. There you are. Well, I think that kind of um, wraps up our nostalgic thoughts on uh, on shops and digital. Yeah. I'm sure we mentioned shops again. We have the old memory comes fluttering back up to our brains of uh, going into certain different shops and browsing through like the Like when games I shit and- myself in Menzies. <laughs> why not mention that i've mentioned that before have i already talked about this my, my memory is so bad need that for a special, episode. <laughs> special episode. places we shit ourselves <laughs> wow these Feels places are shit. so good oh no oh no quick oh it's a toilet <laughs> 
No, you have not revealed really? that story. Oh my god, that's a good, that's a good story. <laughs> that's kind of it, really. I mean, it's, there's not a lot to it. It's in, it's in Menzies in the eighties. Shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> in the 80s that means you're over 10 <laughs> <laughs> what difference does that make the 80s I should have good bowel control is... by, by the mid by the mid 80s <laughs> yeah, everyone should have had good bowel control one thing is you accidentally did it when you were like five or six. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't stand there you crying over? for my mummy. Well, thanks for, thanks for listening in and watching. If you have been watching on our YouTube channel, I hope the animation <laughs> for me shitting myself in Menzies was suitably hilarious. And uh, yeah, do like, subscribe, <laughs> and do leave us lots of comments and reviews because uh, we, we do come across as quite nice. Nice boys. <laughs> yeah, please. Bye, Chris. <laughs> Bye, Phil. Bye, everyone. Bye.